With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint podcast, episode number 37. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about changing the game. In life, essentially every single thing that we do is in many ways a game. It's no different than a video game you'd play on a computer or a gaming console. There's challenges, there's different levels, there's problems, there's things that come up that you have to problem solve and think on your feet and figure out. And no matter who you are, what level you play, how much money you make, or how much you want to make, each new thing that you do is a game. There's people that want you to win, there's people that want you to lose, there's people that are competing against you. You're in a competitive market where the challenges change, even on a day-to-day basis. And so you have to start looking at your life to be truly, truly successful at scale in a very rational lens. We're extremely naturally emotional beings. It's natural. We don't have to fight off a saber-toothed tiger anymore. We're not fighting to survive, hopefully, every single day. So instead, we worry about, do people like us? What happens if I lose my job? What if I can't make rent? And you think about all these different problems. And if you think about right now, I want you to kind of maybe write down or put in the notes of your phone, what are the current problems that you face in your life or potential problems that could occur? This could be messing up a relationship. This could be not having enough money if your car breaks down. This could be paying for rent or paying for gas or saving enough to put your kids through school, through college, through university or taking care of your mom, or it could be wanting to buy something that you really want. What are the current problems? What are the issues that you ponder about and think about when you're in bed at night or when you're driving around and you're thinking about things that could go wrong or issues at hand? Every single level and every single season of life has a different set of problems or potential problems that could occur. One of the most common things I see in people trying to be successful, and many times it's one of the biggest mistakes that people can ever make, is they believe they essentially have destination disease. And what I mean by that is they think that when they get that promotion, when they finally start making this type of money, that their problems go away. They don't. They just change. There's a new scale of problems. And this is the thing that problems are beautiful if they're handled correctly. Great times, great scenarios, and perfect people, perfect coworkers, perfect bosses do not make you better. In fact, many times having a really difficult boss or having someone work for you that is very difficult or doesn't do things the right way actually exposes weaknesses in yourself, your operation, and what you do every single day. And so these type of problems and issues that you face in life essentially groom you if you allow them to and if you look at them with a rational, clear, and concise mind. Now, let's think about this, right? How much money do you currently make? 
a year, roughly. Put that in your notes. Put that in your phone, whatever the case may be, as you're kind of taking notes and listening to this, or just think about it. How much money you make, what problems come with it, and what are the obstacles and things that you think about on a daily basis? Now, if you want to multiply your success rate, your income rate, your, your growth trajectory and your future and business and life and whatever you do, this could be in relationships, it could be anything. You have to change the level of the game that you're playing and increase the size of the obstacles and problems that you think about and process every single day. If we look at a human brain, its job is to survive. Its job is to protect you, keep you alive. Then that means in essentially every situation, your brain is quickly processing like a high-tech computer, what things could go wrong, what are my threats, what are my potential issues, what things do I need to figure out. So no matter how smart you are, how much money you make, if I say, hey, if you had a year to make $100,000, what would you do? No matter how much you've made before, your brain is going to start processing. It's going to start thinking of, okay, what if I did this? What if I did that? What if I did that? What if I did this? You would start thinking through all of those things, not because of anything other than me asking the question. In the same sense, if I go, but how would you make 200000 What would you do? Or let's say you're a sales rep at a company. And let's say the most deals you've ever done in a month is 10. And let's say that 10 is like a glass ceiling. And what you do is you always make 100 calls a day. You always talk to X amount of customers a day. You prepare like this a certain way. And then suddenly, you change the problem and the level of the game to going, how do I close 20? What would you do? How many people would you call? How would you prepare? What would you dress like? How would you prepare like? Would you change your operation? Would you think smarter? Who would you ask for advice? What would you do? No matter how intelligent you are, what does your brain start doing? It starts trying to and attempting to solve closing 20 deals instead of 10 deals. So when you increase the level of the game and increase the level of the target, your problem solving starts working towards that. And many times what you'll see is when someone starts getting in ultimate survival mode and they just try to survive, let's say that their expenses are $5,000 a month, they will always find a way to make $5,000. But they never, do they wish if I ask them, hey, you know, do you want to make $20,000? What are they going to say? Uh, yeah, of course. Even people that don't want and think that they don't like money would say, yeah, I'll take that. But are they actually preparing and thinking through and problem solving and taking actual concentrated focus action for a target much bigger than they actually need? Everybody wants the same things in life, pretty much. We all want to do certain things in general. We all want more money. We all want be in a better relationships, we want more better friends, we want to work better places or, you know, maybe move up quicker and we want general basic things that everyone likes. But do you actually want them and do you actually understand how difficult it is, one, to the work that it requires and three, do you actually have the focus and intensity 
to be able to operate on a level of that size. In most of the case, it's actually, yes, you do. But it's about changing and increasing the size of the problem and taking different calculated steps to get you there. Okay, Your ability to solve problems and create solutions at scale will determine your income and your net worth. I'm going to say that one more time. Your ability to solve problems and create solutions at scale will determine your income, your growth trajectory, and your net worth. The reason why many restaurants or fast food places can replace people on a dime and why most people in those positions don't make that much money is because it doesn't take long to teach someone to seat people at their table. It doesn't take someone too long to replicate simple skills. But it is very difficult to teach someone how to manage 20 or 30 different people from all different ages, all different backgrounds, religions, and seasons of their own life, and then organizing that and focusing that group to have success and make all of them money, all their families money, make sure everyone's taken care of, and everyone else in the organization successful. That is a lot harder. Just because you talk good or you're nice doesn't mean that you can do that. That is a lot harder to replace. Therefore, that person is adding more value to the marketplace, more value to people, and therefore, they will make more money. And so we have to be more rational about this. Many times, it's, it's why we often give really good advice, but often we don't take our own, is because it's so easy to tell a friend that you've known your whole life that they're clearly dating the wrong person, that the person is not good for them one bit, but the person that you're best friends with has so much feelings and emotions invested in it that they can't pull the trigger or make the move that they know they want to make because of feelings. Or let's say you know that your family member or your friend should be in a different industry or that they need to do this and this and this to succeed. It's clear as day, but they don't do it because they're so caught up in the quarrels and problems and issues of today. Oh, my boss said this. Oh, this customer said this. Oh, this is They have horse blinders on. And they're so concentrated and focused on the wrong things. So they create the same never-ending problems over and over again that are associated with certain levels of income and production. When, and when I was kind of starting Make Group and we were growing, um, over the last three years, we've grown just under 300%. And each time we've grown, each year, each quarter, all these different things, we faced a new level of obstacles. What got us to that point previously would not get us to the next level. So earlier this year, we were thinking, okay, how do we double what we're doing from Q2 to Q3? What do we have to do? And what was interesting is it was in many cases a lot more simpler than we thought. Now, we knew that we were going to face a new set of problems after that, but if everything feels comfortable and in control, you're probably going too slow. Nobody, uh, not nobody, almost everyone is not willing to attack and put themselves out there and go for the promotion, go for the record, try to go to another level in life, move to that city, take that opportunity. 
because they're too scared of what can go wrong. So what we looked at is we were doing X amount of deals a month and we're like, how do we double that or even more than double that? And what we did is what are the current problems that we face as an organization? And we go through it and we go, well, it's hard to get certain amount of people that are just really producing at a certain level. Okay. That's one problem. Two is getting into certain amount of appointments. We need double to triple the amount of appointment set. How do we do that? Two, how much are we investing in our marketing and lead generation? Three, who are our leaders? Who do they have under them? Which ones are successful and could handle more? Which ones can't? And a lot of these questions were very simple, but instead, all we did is we changed the target. We said, okay, if our target is this, what do we need to have the opportunity to hit this target? Well, we need this many sales reps. We need this much um, advertising and lead generation spend. We need to change training and development like this. We need to adjust these leaders and these sales reps and these operations people and these administrative people in different locations and different settings and different day-to-days that will make the organization more efficient. Now, we got punched in the face. We got bruises. But we went full force at it. And was it perfect? Of course not. Did we have issues? Definitely. But then from Q2 to Q3, we ended up growing 126% from the previous quarter. And we did that with obstacles, with issues, with learning curves that were taken into the fourth quarter and into next year to develop to the next level. But all we did is change the target and we set up the systems, the daily actions, and the processes to actually give us a chance to get there. And what's amazing is while we did hit our goal, even if we wouldn't have, and we wouldn't have hit it, we sure as heck would have done a heck of a lot more than what we did in Q2. Why? Because we changed our daily actions and created problems that were two and three times bigger than what we had prior. Big problems equal big success. Your ability to solve problems and handle crisis, handle pressure, and handle obstacles will determine the true level of success you have on yourself, your others, others around you, your family, and the people that are in your communities. And we have to look at things through a rational eye. Because if you were playing a video game, you would adjust what your player does to give your player the best chance of success. But do you actually do that in real life? When we get too caught up in the day-to-day, what this person said, what that person said, oh, that person's going here, oh, that person's going there, this happened, that happened, all these micro, tiny problems, and we lose sight of the macro picture, the big picture that can change you and everyone's life around you. You don't actually fully use and access your true brain's computing power because you're using it to solve the most micro-detailed BS problems that don't actually move you or the people around you forward. So it's important. When you face these problems, look at yourself in the mirror and go, one, is there a more efficient way to solve this? Two, 
am I thinking too small? Three, if I'm the common denominator in every situation, and while I can't control what happens to me, I can control how I react, what can I start doing today and this week and this month to multiply my production, multiply my success rate, and impact the people around me even more than I am today? eliminate the emotional stuff. I don't care what your boss said. I don't care what this person said. It doesn't matter what your mom, uncle, cousin, girlfriend, boyfriend said. What do you know? What do you think would make you more successful? Guys, there is no person, not me, not the smartest person you know, not some person on the internet that knows your situation and has a better chance of giving better instinctive decision-making for your life your problems, and your finances more than you. Because I could give the best advice ever, or someone else could, but at the end of the day, no one knows your situation, the people around you, your strengths, your weaknesses more than yourself. So start pulling your emotions out of it. Picture like you're overseeing a game and you're thinking through it and enjoy it, but increase the level at what you're playing at. Increase the target. And not only will you see unbelievable returns in your life, but so will the people around you. And so will your communities, the company you work for, and the industries that you're in will see the success you have because you chose to change the game. So thanks guys for listening to episode 37. I appreciate all the love and support. Make sure to check me out on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Grant Mitt. And as always, if you guys have any feedback, questions, um, more than happy to, you guys can message me on any of my social medias. And if you enjoy the podcast, make sure to subscribe, like, and leave a comment. Feedback's always appreciated. But other than that, hope you guys have an incredible week and I will see you guys for episode 38. Thanks guys. Have a good week.